You're listening to She's Got Drive podcast, a podcast that inspires women to be the driver in their own life with the life and stories of black women with drive. And I'm your host, Shirley McAlpine. I'm a business consultant and executive coach and a leadership facilitator working with people and organizations to live their lives by design and not default. Welcome back to another episode of She's Got Drive. And in this episode, I thought that I would share the lessons that I'm learning since I was diagnosed with osteoporosis four months ago and this kind of lifestyle or life-changing transformation that I'm on, basically. And I wanted to reflect on, I've been reflecting on, in fact, on what I'm learning and I thought there were some key things because the things that I'm learning are kind of general lessons that we can apply whenever we are on a a life transforming journey. There's always something to work on and transform and change in our lives. And so what are the things that facilitate that change and what are the things that can emerge as we go through a change? I think that so that's why I'm sharing this. And I'm hoping that it would be helpful for you as I share as I share my lessons. Before I get into that, I wanted to give you the heads up that I'm starting to work on developing a program that I can offer to She's Got Drive listeners. I'm in the development phase of that. And I just wanted to give you the heads up about that because I'm really I'm just kind of getting into it and really excited about it because I'm always interested in, as you know, how do you live the life that you want versus the life that you have? And how do you transform the life that, that you have to meet the vision that you have for yourself? You know, that's what I work with, work on with people. And that's what I'm always working on. And that's what I'm, that's the process that I'm going through around my osteoporosis and what impact that's having on my life. Being able to support people with that is what I'm passionate about, supporting people to succeed and have successful lives and successful lives for me is a broad is a much broader than work is like having a life that you want having a life that inspires you having a life that is your dream life that's what I'm working on I'm working on pulling something together that supports you and um, you know my passion around black women really having the lives that they really really want and dream about I'm excited about that and I'm just wanting to give you some insight into one of the things that I'm working on and uh and I'll keep you posted and I'll you know you'll know when it's when it's uh near near fruition but just wanted to share that with you that's what that's if there's something that's driving me this week it'll be that okay so where should I begin with what I'm learning and I want to say it kind of falls into like five six things that I want to talk about The first thing I want to talk about is trust and faith and trusting that you're on the path that you need to be on, trusting that it will turn out. And why is this the top one? Because if you've listened to previous episodes, you will know that I discovered that I had osteoporosis through a a bone scan. You cannot do that bone scan for another two years. So it does mean that I won't really know if it's made any difference until I do the bone scan. If any of what I'm doing is making any difference until I um, do that bone scan. And, And so there have been moments as I've gone through the last four months where I have had like 
mini meltdowns where I'm like, is any of this going to make any difference at all? And what if it doesn't? What if I get to two years and it doesn't, it hasn't shifted and it hasn't worked this, this strategy that I'm on and I'm right back where I was, you know? And in those moments, I just have to trust two things. I have to trust that what I've come up with as my plan, as my strategy is based on significant enough enough research to say that it would work and trust the people that I have empowered to support me in my plan and trust that it will be. Given that I I don't have any other choice. I mean, that's the truth. I don't have any other way of knowing whether it's working or not. And that is what I have. I can spend the next two years being in the worried well, or I can be in the ne- spend the next two years standing in trust and faith. And I choose standing in trust and faith. And that's it, because we always have a choice in how we respond. We don't have a choice in what life throws at us, but we always have a choice in how we respond to what life throws at us. And so in those moments where I've had many meltdowns, I get myself back to, you have a choice in how you respond to this. You can stand in trust and faith that it will turn out and that you're doing all that you know to do and you're bringing in the people in your plan who know how to help you or you can sit in the worried well and so I'm not sitting in the wide world for two years because that is not going to help. Um, so that was the first thing, the first thing, because even, you know, you could say, isn't the plan the first thing? Well, I suppose it could be, but I put that as my second, because this is even bigger for me than the plan, because you can plan up to the yin yang, <laughs> right? You can plan all you like, but if you don't have faith in the plan that you have created for yourself, then you're always doubting yourself, then that plan is just not going to work. It's just not going to work. So I've had that. That's my first thing that I'm really learning and really managing my trust and faith in what I've created and what in the plan that I've got. The second thing then is the vision and that I have for myself, the next piece is like really leaning into that future where I can see my bone is like, I can see the image of my back and it, and it looks healthy and it looks, in fact, it looks stronger than it was before. And I see the, the image of my hip and it looks stronger than it was before and so that's a vision I vision my life and I am healthier and I am stronger overall than I've ever been I can see myself in the future and in that vision for myself and in the that has that fed my plan to rebuild my bone to rebuild my health is what my strategy is called my is inside of that vision and then the plan and then there's all the things that sits in the plan so once you've got your plan you just follow the plan you don't deviate from the plan 
unless something comes up that's a piece of information that has you go pause and go oh should that go in the plan or should something else come out of the plan because but you just follow the plan and like when I think about my strength training and my coaches create a plan for me almost each month a new plan and I follow the plan like I can kind of play with the plan in the you know with that you know I could do maybe less reps more weight or something but I am following a plan because I'm leaning into the expertise to say if you do x y and z then it produces a result I know how to transform my life I know how to move from vision to reality I know how to do that for me I know how to do that with others I've done it it's been I've been in learning learning and development and transformation and all of that for between 25 and 30 years depending on the detail of it but you know when I started it was nearly 30 years ago and I've worked with thousands of people so I know what works and I and it's really interesting when it's you and your own life how sometimes you're like should I do this way it's like you know what works do what works and I know what works is one of the things I know that works is whatever plan you come up with follow the plan follow do what works do it do the design it's kind of like when someone does they say they're going to do a juice cleanse for example and then they spend like the five days doing some juicing and then in the and then they'll do like they'll eat a meal with meat and two veg or something. And then they say, well, it didn't work. And you think, well, you didn't do the plan. That plan has been tested. They've designed it. They've tested it. They've seen the results. And that's what they put out. And you did your version. It's critical. Follow the plan. Okay. The third thing I want to say about what I'm really tuning into and... and um seeing and learning is there is lots of advice out there that people give you and people's advice can come can say more about them than it does have anything to do with you sometimes you know when you really listen you think actually what they're sharing has literally nothing to do with me (laughs) I know they want to be helpful and they think they're being helpful but they're sharing their version of something that's to do with them And what I mean by that is that they're actually sharing their own experience that may not even be applicable to your experience. And I know that they are intending to be helpful when they give me advice. It's happened multiple times. And when I'm really listening, I'm really like, but that's not even the same thing as what I'm doing or working on or dealing with so and then there's been other times when people have shared something with me and I'm like that makes a lot of sense and that's so helpful so I'm really learning to do two things is to decipher what are the things that I really about me and what I'm doing or not doing and what are the things that's really about them and what they're in terms of what they're saying and to really be alert to that and to not even take it personally. You know, like when they're saying, just like, you know what, I'm just going dis- to, I'm just going to discard that. <laughs> I'm just going to discard it. I don't take it personally. I don't get angry. I don't get annoyed. I'd get just like, 
I'm going to let that one go because that's nothing to do with me and I need to keep it moving. That's the other thing because people, have, there are lots, there's lots of advice givers when you have a condition and some of it is, is unsolicited advice too. So I've really learned to be really discerning about what's given to me. The other thing that I want to share is I am learning I am learning what it means to be truly committed to my health and well-being. I'm learning a whole new level of commitment and what it really looks like. It takes something to exercise six days a week and still have the commitments that I have in my life and still travel for my work still look after my kids the way I want to, still be with my husband, still do the things that I love to do. But it it takes me re- like really having it at the front and centre and having that be non-negotiable. And when it's non-negotiable, doing what I need to do to manage that it's non-negotiable and making the changes in my structure of my day to make it happen I am learning like what's it what does it really mean when I'm thinking about what I'm eating when I'm thinking about when I'm eating you know I discovered in this whole period that I really didn't stop for lunch very much (laughs) you know when you have to take your supplements at lunchtime with food and how often I'm like oh I have to stop for food I mean it seems like so silly but that matters that what am I nourishing my body with things that you notice about your patterns of behavior that have not been serving you and so that's what I've I've known so I know I'm I'm really paying attention and starting to see what it really means to be truly committed to health and well-being and if it's at the front and center, the different choices that you I then make and how I make it when I make it. And that if you had spoken to me early in the year, so prior to May, I would have said that I was committed to my health and well-being. I would have said that. And in fact, I did say that. And I think I shared that I was on a, like, being more strategic about it. There was a whole different level of commitment that was not there before this diagnosis that I thought was there so this is the this the power of it really you know that we where we think we are and then there's this whole you're going to get this whole kind of wake up and you realize no I'm not there actually I'm not and how we can get real about it so you know if you ask the question Am I truly committed to my health and well-being is my health and well-being at the front and center of all that I do what would be the answer? And it doesn't even mean that I've got this all handled at all, but it certainly means that I'm in a very different place than I was before. And I am thankful for that. That's the other thing is, is I wanted to share. Um, and connected to that, the other thing I'm learning is how to truly tune in and be present to what's going on with me and whether that's physically and whether that's emotionally, whether that's mentally. Let me give you an example. One of the things about doing the training, strength training is, you know, your body gets kind of sore 
you know, if you put the, put the effort in, your body, your muscles are sore the next, for the next like 24 hours, maybe to 48 hours. So you're kind of tuned in. So what does that mean in terms of what's the next thing that I do? And, you know, you actually begin to feel muscles you didn't even know were there, actually. <laughs> and then you're making decisions about what you're doing the next day, for example. Tuning in. I'm able to tune in to when I feel more feel stress. And rather than override my stress, which I've done in the past many times, I'm like, okay, it's just stressful. It's just stressful at this moment. It's just stressful time, is, would be my response. So I know, what am I doing about it? How do I dial it back? What can I dial back? Can I get to bed earlier? How, what am I, how do I slow down the pace? How can I say, what are the things I'm going to say no to, to take care of myself, to manage my stress? Because even in the things that, in the space of things that are stressful, there are stressful things that are happening that I'm committed to and has to happen. And there are other things that I would just say yes to, to be kind or to be helpful or to be, and it really isn't serving me. It's just adding to the stress. So I'm getting better at listening, responding, feeling less obliged to do things, saying no more, and really thinking about and not feeling guilty about when I take time out, time off and not do work, for example, making really informed choices about how I am living my life. Yeah. And that last thing actually leads to that last sentence, making informed choices about how I'm living my life is one of the biggest lessons that I'm learning is the exploration that I'm on is what is my life now? What is my life in the future? What do I want it to be? And and how am I, what do I need to keep? What am I keeping and what am I changing? If health and well-being is at the front and center of my life, what does it mean for me in my life? And that has been a phenomenal question to answer for me because it's leading to really clear changes is leading to me you know I shared in the last in my one of my previous episodes how it's rekindling um, things that I love you know the episode on feeding my soul it's rekindled for me and brought back things for me in my life that I really love and feeds my soul and because I'm exploring what is it the life that I want you know and how am I living my life and who am I and and so this fundamental question about what my life is has come out of this diagnosis in the last four four months and it's very it's a very very um powerful question that I'm exploring so I'm discovering more about myself I'm discovering more about where I want to be and it's leading to me um shifting a number of things and particularly around my work my redesigning some of the things I do in my work and also following through on some of the things that I've talked about doing for the last few years and haven't executed. That's a huge lesson. It's like life happens now, now and now and now. And in the life happening now, what are you doing with it? So what's the gift in this diagnosis? I mean, you can already hear some of the gifts as I share the lessons that I'm I'm learning there is no end to this gift I'm sure there'll be there'll be more and even when I was diagnosed I knew when I was in my upset phase 
that there'd be a gift. I just didn't know what it was at the time and it's starting to emerge. The first one is, I mean, all of the things that I've been sharing to now for me, if you think about it, for me has been a gift. But one of the things is I am actually, I think, even four months in, healthier, fitter, certainly fitter than I've been for many years. And the prospect of that continuing is exciting to me. It excites me. I, I love doing my exercise. I love really, I've always been concerned about and thinking about the food that I eat. I've never exercised so much as I do now. And I really enjoy it. It may not, I don't always enjoy the moments when I have to get out of bed to do it. You know, like I could lie in a little bit longer. <laughs> but it really, the impact that it has on me is so palpable. My waist is getting smaller whilst my muscles are getting stronger, which is a great combination. That's so fantastic. You know, when you start to see some of the results in my physique, in my state of mind, and and in the joy that I'm experiencing in what I'm doing. So that's a huge gift. You know, I'm, I'm noticing that I am, as I said, more present and in therefore enjoying life more. And I'm more um, proactive in making the connections with the people, with certain people in my life. For example, in Chicago, you know, I traveled so much. It's so easy to forget, like make, like meeting up with friends, for example, because I get home and I'm like, so tired you know I was so tired I don't want to but now it's like I make the effort to make the connections with my friends to see each other to be together to enjoy each other's company and how that how important that is I'm present to what that provides me in my life and so therefore why it's important that work can't be everything really and I spend so much time working and I will continue to do spend a lot of time working because I also love what I do but to get the balance back is is so important my last lesson for now I'm sure there'll be many many more or in the future but for now is I am learning to really be present to and be grateful and appreciative of what I have and that I have a condition that's actually forced me to be more committed to my health and is resulting in me ultimately being healthier than I've ever been. And I think about all the possible things that I could be dealing with and that I'm not dealing with that. I'm dealing with this. So I have a lot of appreciation for just if life's going to throw me a challenge this is this is the mission that I accept uh, to undertake the other thing around my gratitude is or everyone who stepped up to support and love me um over the last four months in various various ways and in listening in being there in um, supporting in coaching in innovating with me you know when I'm trying to think about what I'm doing and 
you know, if there's anything that I've said before, transformation for of your life does not happen without others. Um, you are a critical component, of course, and your how you tackle what you take on in your life is is on you ultimately, you know. But we do not transform our lives alone. The support is so needed is the kind of thing that pushes us over over the finish line. So I'm clear that there'll be others, more supporters along the way, but I want to just say thank you to everyone who's supported me so far. I feel like I'm in a different, certainly in a different place than I was four months ago. I am, I feel blessed today as I record this and I'm excited about what might show up in the future as well as I keep going on my plan. And the plan is the, you know, the physical, the mental, the design of my life. And it's exciting. It's exciting. And I don't want to underestimate the challenge that I'm facing. And I'm not. But how you face your challenges matters and this is how I choose to do it that's the end of the things I wanted to share in terms of the lessons that I'm learning and I hope that some of them have sparked something for you in what you are dealing with or how you might take something on because whatever the gap is between where you are now and where you want to be we all, you have the ability to close that gap. We all have that ability to close that gap. We just have to figure out how. And that's what I'm working on. I'm, I'm, I'm figuring out how and I'm closing the gap. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please get in contact and let me know what you're getting from it. I want to remind you to go to download my four-step goalkeeper that is helpful for when you are th- trying to like f- plan for things that you want to achieve in your life and it's part of the methodology that I've used in terms of this plan for how I'm closing the gap between where I am now and where I want to be. Don't forget to download that at shirleymacalpine.com forward slash goalkeeper and be in contact with me at shirleymacalpine Instagram or shirleymacalpine.com forward slash contact me and let me know how you're getting on the facebook page um, is also where you can contact me i really love hearing from you if you are enjoying the show rate and review the show five stars of course and let me know what you get from the show too thank you so much for listening this episode is produced by Cassandra Fortalina. The music is by the awesome female band Blonde. The song is called Circles. Until next time, go well and stay well. <laughs>